Welcome everybody to episode number one of Ghost Party Radio, an in-depth and very serious exploration into the world of genre film hosted by two small-time cowards. I am your first host, Trevor, and allow me to introduce my co-host, cowardice personified, Mr. Adam Wagner. Hey, Trevor, how are you doing? Very good, Adam. We made it. We made it to making our own podcast after, like, years of talking about it. Right. A lot of people said we didn't deserve it, but uh, here we are. And clearly we did deserve it. The world is made for us, and we get a podcast right in the middle of a, of a global P word. That's right. No, uh, of course, we, uh, we, we, we're going to talk about movies on this podcast. Adam, give them, give them the short pitch about what Ghost Party Radio is to you. To me, it's a podcast about genre film. You know about genre film, Trevor? I know a few things about genre films. You know, I am an expert of genre films. As you know, I've seen every movie ever made, especially mm-hmm. if it's genre. Right. Well, Trevor, who are you exactly? Oh, so we're going to talk about who we are first. Uh, I am uh, a film programmer at an art house in Orange County, California called the Frida Cinema, the only art house in Orange County. Um, we spe- we you know we specialize in playing newer indie releases as well as a lot of repertory films. We have two auditoriums, so I spend most of my day programming films, listening to what my community wants to see on the big screen. Currently, right now, of course, I'm doing drive-in screenings because our theater is not open. Uh, I've done almost a hundred of those in the past five months. I've been keeping very very busy with movies. So this podcast to me is a release valve from anything relating to that to just be able to make my own thing and talk about movies with my good friend cowardice personified adam wagner who who is going to explain who he is right now oh i'm honored um i met you because i was a volunteer at that same theater and i can't wait to go back there uh hopefully sooner than later um in addition to that i love watching movies i love collecting movies and i try to make movies as much as i can that's right. You're a filmmaker, uh, and I'm a filmmaker as well. Of uh, I like to say of some note, and it took me a long time to even call myself a filmmaker. So, just right. again, episode one showing true bravery right mm-hmm. up top. Uh, I have a couple of short films that are on WatchAlter.com uh, or .net. Well, you'll have to look into that. But oh, you can also go to <laughs> Alter's YouTube page. It's called The Vicious and Foxwood Two Genre Films, of course. Um, and yeah, so we're filmmakers. We love the art house scene. So basically what this podcast is going to be is just sp- literally spinning a wheel, having it land on one of the 100 genres that are on that wheel, and then essentially breaking it down genre by genre, what makes that genre special, anywhere from four films to a series to 10 films to a series. Um, and Adam, tell the people what the very first genre is that we'll be discussing. In a very fitting introduction for this podcast, we are getting back to basics with revenge. That's right. I spun the wheel. It landed on revenge, which is a very broad genre, and I'm sure we'll get into it and we'll kind of break it down. But the idea is that each of us gets one pick per genre. So you will get a pick for revenge. I will get a pick for revenge. And then for the remaining six episodes, because we'll be doing eight episodes of Revenge, we just let the, um, the, the, our guest, whoever our guest is, whoever's nice enough to come onto this podcast this early on, um, bring in what they think would be an interesting revenge movie to bring on. Like, of course, uh, my, my buddy Ian Hawk, who is the other half of Ghost Party, 
which is a genre film community. I, I mean, we're all over the place right now. We'll explain what Ghost Party is in a little bit, but he is going to bring on a Killing of a Sacred Deer because, of course, he's going to be on one of the early episodes. I wouldn't do uh, a season one uh, revenge without him coming on the show. And I think Killing of a Sacred Deer is a really, really interesting movie because it's not the first one that comes to my mind when we talk about revenge. Right, I agree. And I think, um, well, I was wondering, Trevor, if you could give us a quick taste of some of the broad or specific uh, genres that we're going to be getting into. Yes, I can. So uh, basically the broadest that we go is action, comedy, crime, fantasy, Western, historical, romance, animation, horror. But we can't just land on those because those could be an entire year each. So within the action segment, you have, you know, your epics, your spy movies, your superhero movies. Good Lord, imagine if it landed on that. <laughs> your psychological thrillers, your erotic thrillers, your martial arts movies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the list goes on. Uh, comedies, you have your dark comedies, British comedies, coming of age comedies, parody comedies, cult comedies, crimes. You have whodunit, gangster, noir, neo-noir, heist. I think you get the idea from this. It can get pretty specific. Like on Westerns, I have a Spaghetti Western, Outlaw Western, Martial Western, Revenge Western, Revisionist Western, Snow Western. Um, so it can get very, very, very specific, um, or it can be a little bit broad. Sometimes the broad ones um, allow our guests and ourselves to bring in more interesting movies. And it's going to get a little bit weird because uh, there are also categories like stoner movies and live action anime remakes on here. Yes, and bizarro and surrealist. And of course, we're going to stretch the meanings of these genres. And that's kind of the point of the show. Uh, and uh, we'll get into this a little bit later. But then at the very end of each episode, we will rate the films based on an arbitrary set of categories per genre that Adam and I will discuss at the end of every intro episode. So we'll be picking five categories that we think will make up a good revenge movie and then arbitrarily rate the film based on that. And then we'll have an outro episode at the end of each series where we will then hand out awards uh, to each film or maybe, I mean, not to each film. Maybe there might be a movie that wins all of the awards. We'll see when it, when it happens, but um, then the idea there is that Adam and I each think of an award to give a revenge film. And then, um, is this getting confusing enough for you yet? Uh, <laughs> each guest who comes on throughout the course of the series then has an award named after them. So, for example, the Killing of the Sacred Deer episode, there will be an award called the Ian Hawk Award for something, whatever he wants to give away an award for. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know it's a little disappointing uh, to hear that we spun the wheel without you our dear listener here so as we move forward we're going to be spinning the wheel on the outro episode of every season yeah so you can see that we're not just spinning the wheel and having it land on whatever we land on i think it's going to be even more fun when it lands on a genre that we don't necessarily know a lot about or like i agree i'm excited to watch some pretty bad movies here yeah, I mean, it just all depends on what uh, people are going to bring in. I mean, when it's up to me to pick a movie, of course, I'm going to pick a bad movie and you're going to pick a good one. But <laughs> Well, let's see. Uh, do you want to pick now for revenge? Yeah, of course. Um, I'll, you want first pick or I'll have first pick. It doesn't matter. We're not going to pick the same movie. Let's say, let's say I'm at the same time. Ready? Yeah. One, one two, two, three. three. Old Austin boy. Powers. Oh. Uh. See, you said my favorite movie and I said your favorite movie. <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing a lot of that on here. Oh, the goofy hijinks of the Ghost Party Radio. Uh, but for real, let's get let's get into it. Give me your pick, uh, your very first pick, Season 1, Revenge. What movie do you want to talk about? Um, there's been a movie that I've been wanting to rewatch lately, and I'm going to use this sort of as an excuse. Uh, it came out recently, too, so don't fault me too much for it. But uh, 2017... 
Lynn Ramsey, Joaquin Phoenix, You Were Never Really Here. Oh, very, very nice. That's a good one. That's a really good one. And I, what I like about that pick is I, I just Googled it, and it's available on Amazon Prime. Um, so we're going to try and have our, our guests bring on. Uh, certainly you and I will have some control over this, mm-hmm. uh, bringing on movies that are available widely. Like if you have a Netflix account, Amazon Prime account. I'm not saying you might, but my pick actually is going to be a movie that's on VOD right now. It's a brand new movie and you're going to notice that i think a lot of the movies that our guests bring on are going to skew brand new or not brand new but newer definitely because that's mostly what's on these streaming services but we'll get some classics in there of course we we love the classics mm-hmm. um but my pick is going to be uh the brand new film promising young woman starring carrie Bulligan. have you heard of this one adam yeah i have actually that's awesome um i've been kind of following the oscars shortlist and this has been plastered all over that yeah, um, I, I have seen it, actually. I can't wait to watch it again within the course of a month. Uh, Ian, who's already gotten name-dropped on this episode like three times, he he uh, got me a screener for it. I probably shouldn't be saying that, but don't edit that out. That's fine. Uh, and um, Emerald Fennell directed it, uh, who some of you might know from directing. Or Did she direct Killing Eve? Do you know, Adam? I don't know. I know she wrote some episodes. Let me yeah, see. she might be like a showrunner on Killing Eve, but definitely some uh, involvement in Killing Eve, which I know a lot of people really liked. And then she is an actress on the show The Crown, which my girlfriend has on in the background all the time. And uh, everybody on that show is great, so I'm sure she's fantastic. So I'm really interested to see what her freshman film is going to be all about. And I've heard it is definitely a revenge film. And I know so because, like I said, I've already seen it. Uh, yeah, it looks like this is going to be her directorial debut other than a short film that she did in 2018. Yeah, wow. One short film and then gets to make a movie with uh, this cast, Carrie Mulligan and all that. But I've heard, uh, I, I mean, I, I, man, why do I keep saying I've heard? I'm lying. Well, you're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, one short film and then she gets to make a movie with Carrie Mulligan. And uh, spoiler alert, it's really, really fun. I think you're going to like it, Adam. Right. Are you a bow boy? I am a Bo Burnham boy for sure. Like we are almost the exact age. Oh, I should say we're starting a podcast because I turned 30 years old in November. So right. I, uh, I'm 30 years old now, which means I'm a po- I am need a podcast. I'm a podcast boy. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yes, but I am a Bo Burnham guy. Uh, he was always kind of the wonder kid genius of the comedy scene growing up with me. And I think he's like one year older than me. So I always just kind of uh, saw a lot of myself in him. You know what I'm saying, Adam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a lot of you in him too. <laughs> okay, well, uh, just for fun here, I thought it would be a, a good idea to go over what we think are some popular or successful titles within the revenge genre. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I, I don't know if our guests will bring them on, but I like to talk about what is generally seen as popular in this genre. So what I've done is I pulled up Lebertoxed, nice. um, which I, I have a Lebertox if y'all want to follow me, at Captain Dills. I will be keeping a, a list of all the films we'll be talking about on Ghost Party Radio on there. But um, And I've basically gone to the revenge genre there, and I've uh, sorted it by popularity. So we're going to go over what Lebertox thinks is the top 10 most popular revenge movies. All right, Adam, what do you think the number one revenge movie is according to Lebertox? Ooh, of all time? Yeah, popularity-wise. Not not highest rating, popularity-wise. Oh, interesting. Um, ooh, I feel like it has to be a Nolan movie. Okay. Is it? Am I hot there? Yeah, you're pretty. You're pretty hot there. Nice. All right. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, I'll go with the Prestige. The Prestige. No, the Prestige is number eighteen on this list. Oh darn. Uh, any other guesses? 
Dark Knight Returns or Rises? Very, very close. It is The Dark Knight, which for some reason Letterboxd thinks is a revenge movie. All right. Uh, I disagree. But again, yeah. we'll get into what revenge we think revenge is throughout this series. Number two I'll give you is a Tarantino. Uh, Django? No, that is number five. Oh, so Inglorious. Correct. Number two is Inglorious Bastards. Number five is Django Unchained. So we can kind of get it into. And then number six is also another Tarantino. Kill Bill. Correct. So three of the top six revenge movies, according to Letterboxd's popularity, are Tarantino movies. I'm mm-hmm. curious to see if we will discuss a single Tarantino movie out of the eight we discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, two are off the board already with Promising Young Woman and You Were Never Really Here. So we'll see. We'll see if someone brings one in. Um, I think we'll get around to Tarantino on this podcast eventually. But my thing, uh, I would not turn down a Tarantino movie being brought on. But my thing about Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, and Kill Bill is those are all like other genres kind of before their revenge movies i mean they're very very based in revenge definitely but like inglorious bastards would fit better into a war movie scenario i think django and chain would be more of like a revisionist western type deal and then kill bill could be anything from western to samurai to any of those genres yeah and plus i think you know anyone who's listening to this has probably seen all of those movies multiple times already anyways Right, right. But again, if someone wanted to bring on Inglorious Bastards, I wouldn't say, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like Ian said he wanted to bring on Inglorious Bastards. Ian, fourth time we've dropped his name in this podcast. <laughs> uh, he said he wanted to bring on Inglorious Bastards, and I was like, that's cool. But then he was like, wait a minute, no, everyone's seen that a million times. I'm going to bring on Killing Your Sacred Deer. So I'm mm-hmm. stoked about that. Yeah. All right. Number uh, numbers three and four, since you've already gotten three of the top six, are a film from 2015 and a film from 2014. Another major director. Uh, along with uh, Tarantino as like an American auteur. Is Gone Girl one of those? Gone Girl is correct. Yes, that is number four. And we know Adam is not cheating right now because he does not have a Lebertox. That's right. So Adam has gotten four of the top five, four of the top six right now. And then number uh, number three is an extremely popular movie, my favorite movie of the past decade from 2015. It is a sequel to uh, a, a series of films, three films that were made in the late 70s and 80s. What the heck? I have no idea here. It has the name of the character in the movie. The reason why you're being thrown off is because this film is not really a revenge film. Oh, interesting. It's Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yeah, okay. So, I mean, very liberal on the revenge stuff here. Yeah, who's Definitely. running this thing? Number seven is literally The Godfather. <laughs> For, like, what, the last scene? Yes. Number eight is another Fincher film. Do you know what it could be? Is it Zodiac? No. <laughs> Zodiac would be an interesting reading on a revenge film, but yeah. no, it's not. Ooh. Uh... It, it is another serial killer film. Oh, duh. It's uh, Dragon Tattoo. No, it's not Dragon Tattoo. What? Yeah, no, this, is, this one came out in the 90s. It's not fight club no it is not <laughs> i could see i could see it. it is the film before fight club oh yeah seven okay seven but yeah barely so I, also i could see that being more of a revenge movie than like the godfather or mad max or you know, that makes sense mm-hmm. uh number nine is an extremely popular film from 2011 starring a very stoic actor also starring another uh carrie mulgan obviously who was in a promising young woman Mm, so drive drive correct that which i would consider that to be a revenge movie yeah i'll take it and then number 10 is one of the highest grossing films of all time and the culmination of uh a lot of movies leading up to 2012 literally in the name oh, the avengers <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, the number 10 revenge movie, according to Letterboxd, is The Avengers. Yeah. So. I, I don't even think that counts. I don't think they're venging anything. No, they're not. I mean, halfway through the movie, that one dude dies, and then all of a sudden they have something to avenge. But right, which is ridiculous. No. So I bring up this list, and hopefully next time you'll quiz me on this list, I can just send you the list, and I won't cheat, I promise. Okay. Uh, this is a fun game that we just kind of threw here on the fly. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you can see that out of these ten movies, a lot of these aren't even really revenge movies. But, again, who were we to say? We don't really know anything about revenge quite yet. And I'm excited to learn. Absolutely. So, uh, do want to get right into our categories? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, create some categories. Do you want to start? Okay. Yeah, so based on some very, very rough uh, research that I did... I have an idea for uh, a few categories, and hopefully you can throw a couple in there. Mm -hmm. um, category number one to me that makes up a revenge movie, I got to know how effed over the protagonist is mm -hmm. at the beginning of the story. I, I love this trope in revenge movies where a, a, a man is left for dead or uh, one of his loved ones has been killed or maimed or injured. And, and that's the catalyst for the entire drama of the movie, the revenge. I want to mm -hmm. know how effed over is the good guy at the beginning of the story. Category number one, what do you think? Uh, perfect. This is the, what, the opening scene in Kill Bill when the bride gets shot in the face? That, to me, would be perfect. And we're, mm -hmm. we use a, a scale of 1 to 10, of course. So, to me, that's probably a 10. So, mm -hmm. if anyone brings in Kill Bill, they have a 10 right off the bat. Right. Uh, not for me, maybe, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I heard you were going to be quite quite the hard grader. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let me give you a second one here. Um, as the protagonist or antagonist goes through committing their acts of revenge are their stakes justified how in the right are they for committing these acts i like that because a lot of the drama sometimes internally uh goes through their mind and these revenge movies are like am i doing the right thing am i doing the right thing but we get to decide are their stakes justified throughout the film yeah i would say throughout the film i think uh if we go back to kill bill you know she has a hit, literal hit list so she's constantly exacting her revenge even against buck who's not on the list i would say a 10 out of 10 out of 10 for like all three in the first movie <laughs> okay so we're really giving away if someone brings on kill bill how they're gonna do well <laughs> right my category number three uh is a trope that we are calling the conversation before the storm how good is the conversation before the storm have you heard of this one adam no but it sounds very clever uh it is a trope where someone tries to talk the protagonist out of the revenge they want uh, i can't think of specific examples here uh, i just wrote a revenge script uh, based on my short from the vicious and there is a very much a conversation before the storm where a, a wise character tries to talk a young uh, hell-bent on revenge character out of getting their revenge uh, i love that trope and i want to know how good the conversation before the storm is category number three does that exist in kill bill i'm trying to think um I I don't know. I know there's like scenes where like Michael Madsen's character will say like he'll like do a monologue where he, he says like we deserve this and mm -hmm. it, it, you know I love that type of thing and we can always bend it a little bit however we want but a lot of revenge movies do have this trope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Kill Bill's a zero. Let's go to category four. I guess let's get to the end of the movie. How strong is the closure at the end of the story? Yeah, that's good. That's a good basic one, Adam. I think uh, I think we need to know how good the ending is, uh, the mm -hmm. closure. How, how like you're like are you talking about like the arc of the character? Yeah, I think specifically also in the fact that a uh, a person needs to lose themselves when they go after revenge, and we'll see how well that closes over. Yeah, I mean it's one thing to have a great 
closing scene, uh, which could help you in this case, I'm sure. But uh, it's more important about how the closure of the arc is. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't mean to interpret your category that way, but I'd say you did well. Category number five, we're going to have some fun here because we like to have fun on this podcast. Uh -huh. We don't make jokes. It's very, very serious, but we like to have fun sometimes. Right. How cool slash clever are the weapons in this film? We know that revenge films like your John Wicks or something have a lot of cool weapons. Uh, I don't mean to speak for Adam. I don't really think guns are really that cool in real life, but <laughs> st some stylized action with some weapons is fun, especially like, you know, like old boy when he has the hammer, like that's mm -hmm. iconic. How mm -hmm. cool is that weapon? I want to know as the final category, category number five, how cool, clever are the weapons? I think it's perfect. I mean, most of these are going to be action anyway. Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I, I love, I love some action revenge. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I love that idea for a category. Why don't we hit a bonus category in here for how cool is the final showdown location? I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. Okay. Um, and, and the bonus categories out of 10? Yeah, we'll make it kind of heavily weighted. <laughs> okay. Okay, so overall, the whole thing's going to be out of 50. You get 50 points, I get 50 points, and our guest gets 50 points. But there's a secret 30 points floating out there for the bonus category. I like that. I like that. I mean, we could literally score over 150. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense to me. Cool. Um, I'm very excited to rate movies on this completely arbitrary and Byzantine system. Uh, this show already, this podcast in general, seems to be completely convoluted. But I, I think film fans, they like lists, they like rankings, they like scores. So hopefully they're going to dig this. Yeah, and they like your ghost, so that'll be a fun episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one movie that we know we're doing. Well, three, I guess, with Promising Young Woman and You Were Never Really Here. Right. Um, and it's interesting I, while I was thinking of those categories I wasn't thinking of my own movie so I wasn't like heavily weighting it towards that I'm sure you weren't either no <laughs> uh, cool so we've been over what we think are popular successful titles uh, we're going to do eight episodes in this series the wheel of course was spun beforehand Adam mentioned we'll do that in the outro uh, we know that this first series is going to be messy we, we know that and what we're actually going to do is we're going to record uh, our intro, eight episodes, and then our outro. And then we're just going to Beyonce drop them all at one time um, to be fair to our guests who we're bringing on essentially as guinea pigs as we try to figure out the format of the show, the structure of the show. So uh, if you're digging sort of the laid backness of this episode, that's probably what you're going to get for the first season. Uh, Adam is not only the co-host of the show, um, uh, uh, not the co-host, I guess, what do you call that? The, the minor host, kind of the, the, the lower host. host. Yeah, but he's also the producer. And Adam uh, is is nice enough to be producing and posting our episodes, and he doesn't he doesn't have a heavy producer hand. He doesn't he doesn't edit edit in too many noises or things. It's just kind of a conversational podcast. We're gonna try to keep everything to an hour to maybe an hour and ten minutes, not too long. Um, but yeah, we want to build up a base here. Of course, uh, we're gonna have some friends on, like I mentioned, as guinea pigs at first. Uh, but eventually we want to bring on some really rad guests. Uh, not that our friends aren't rad, but uh, through the art house or filmmaking worlds that we live in. And we just want to discuss movies. Like Adam mentioned earlier, like I'm going to use it as an excuse to watch new movies and also re-watch movies maybe I haven't had a, seen in a long time. Because I, so I have a problem re-watching movies, you know. I watch them once and then I just kind of am like, why would I re-watch a movie, even one that I really, really like, if I could be watching a new movie? Right. And uh, I think we also want to make this, you know, pretty heavy uh... In heavily involved with the community here so 
We want to hear from you on your favorite uh, revenge movies, on your thoughts on these categories, and your thoughts on upcoming movies. Please email us at ghostpartypicks at gmail.com. And uh, we also want you to follow along and watch with us, you know, because we're going to be posting these with full spoilers. Um, so make sure you follow us on Instagram at ghostpartypicks. And we'll be posting kind of our schedule or where you can stay up to date with us and watch movies along with us. Yeah, and as always, you hear this on other podcasts, uh, rate, review, and subscribe uh, to us on Apple. It really, really helps with what other insane uh, algorithm there is on those. Uh, and I think we're going to be on Spotify, Adam. Is there a review system on Spotify? That's a great question. You know, if I was a great producer, I would have found that out by now. <laughs> well, if there is one, please leave us reviews. But here's the way we want to do reviews on the show because it gives us content up top. We want you to leave us five stars on there. Of course, like, why wouldn't we want you to leave us five stars? But I don't want nice things written about us. Like we mentioned at the top of the show, we are cowards. We do not take compliments well. I mean, you probably don't even really have compliments to give us on this show. But um, we want you to roast us in that five-star review. If you roast us, we will then read your five-star review on the show. Right up top, you'll be able to hear your name said on this world-famous podcast. Yeah, I just want to take that angle on it. You know, I want to read negativity right up top every single episode so people know what they're in store for. Mm -hmm. We deserve that, at least. Absolutely. Um, and I have a little bit of backstory that we have to get into that we have not mentioned. Of course, Adam said that he was a volunteer at the Frida when I was a manager there. Um, and we were talking a lot about starting a podcast. We just wanted to start a podcast. And our initial idea was an idea called Palm Diorks uh, that I like to bring up uh, a lot <laughs> because it is an idea that we had for a show based on the Cannes Film Festival, which is a fascinating film festival full of politics and very weird stuff like that. And the concept of the show is we were going to go through every Palm Dior winner. And uh, we basically, during this worldwide P word at the very beginning, watched like I mean, I know I did. I watched, like, I think 17 to 20 Palme d'Or winners from, like, 1945 to 1969. <laughs> and uh, so now I have seen all those movies. And then that idea for that podcast was squashed by Adam. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm totally into Palme d'Or still. I didn't watch those 15 movies for nothing. <laughs> so I'm going to add, as a rule, to the wheel, Palme d'Or winners just for nice. you, Adam, because we put a lot of work into that dead podcast idea, and I want to get around one day to talking about those Palm Dior winners. But mm -hmm. you'll notice on this podcast, one of the running bits, which I'm sure there will be many of, is that anytime something has to do with cans or the Palm Dior, we might freak out a little bit. Right. I think, uh, man, I, I'm still curious to see what your top 15 are from like pre-1960. Oh, <laughs> yeah. One one day, one day. One day. Uh, like, like, I'm sure we'll do a, a best of uh, 2020 episode eventually. One day we'll just drop some special uh, episodes into the feed like that. But um, final thoughts here. I, I Basically, going forward from when these 10 episodes drop, we're going to be dropping one episode a week. And what day will those drop on, Adam? Those will be dropping on Fridays. Yes, Rebecca Black, Friday. That'll uh -oh. be really, really fun. Jeez. Um, and I, I think that it'll be a nice thing for people to listen to over the weekend or if they can't, they can listen to it the next week and then hopefully we'll be dropping another one that week. It's all about consistency in podcasting. And I already said this, but we're going to be bringing some cool guests. I think y'all are going to really like it. Uh, before we get out of here, Adam, any other thoughts? Yeah, so this uh, I, hopefully will be thought of as a companion podcast to movies uh, that will be coming out in the future or movies that have come out in the past. So please... 
if you're feeling inspired, watch these movies along with us and then send in your thoughts. That's that's what I'm excited to hear. Yeah, I mean, along with those roasts at the top of the show, we'll always uh, read some other listener thoughts. I mean, anything to give us content to really talk about at the top of the show, because as you can tell from this episode, we're not great at talking to each other. We need a lot of help. <laughs> well, this was it. This was our very first episode, Intro to Revenge. It should have been called Intro to Ghost Party Radio, but uh, it, it acts as a double-edged sword. It's all good. Too late. Uh, film fans, if you like movies, if you like lists, if you like rankings, if you like... What else? Uh, talking. <laughs> yeah, if you like talking, uh, hearing people talk for one hour a week, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, make sure to tune in. And I cannot wait to hear from y'all. And uh, I'm just really excited to finally be creating something right now other than... I mean, uh, Ian and I have been writing hella scripts during the... But, oh, I said the word, my bad. Uh, during the P word and um, it's just nice to be able to create something else yeah I agree I'm excited to move forward with this and start generating some content well you want to play us out Adam this has been the inaugural podcast to Ghost Party Radio Trevor we have successfully radio the ghost that's right bye bye Mm, that's a 10